Welcome to another podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between destiny and journey. You know, there's a great difference between where we are going and what it takes to get there. In fact, God often told the children of Israel where they were going. He said, come on, we're going to the promised land. You know, Moses said, come with me. You're going to go to a land of milk and honey. But he left one thing out, and that is what it would take to actually get there. But believe me, today, as we share on this podcast, you're going to realize that the journey is your friend. Without regard to whatever situation you're facing right now or what you feel like you may be going through, remember, it's not just what you're going through, but what you're going to that matters. You know, there are five lessons of life that we have been talking about. And one of the lessons of life says that, you know, whatever you say will be said. And another one says, well, whatever you do will be found out. A third one is what you believe will be tested. A fourth one, what you compromise to keep, you will lose. And number five in my top five lessons of of life says that the journey is your friend. Without respect and without regard to how you got where you got or how I got where I got or what I'm going through or, you know, the journey is my friend. In fact, it is the journey which prepares us to operate at destiny capacity. Don't get upset with what you're going through right now. Don't focus on the obstacles in front of you, the hurdles that seem so high. You know, the high walls around the city of Jericho could not be the focus of the children of Israel in the book of Joshua. If they had focused on those high walls, we're told the walls were so thick that two chariots could ride side by side around them on the top of them. You know, those are some pretty formidable walls. And those enemies inside those walls in the city of Jericho lived the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Hittites, the Jebusites. All of those enemies that they would later face were there in a, in a cooperative effort in that city working and trading. And so they all brought their own curious arts and abilities. And if anyone could have withstood the children of Israel, it would have been the city of Jericho with those seven oases and all those date palms. And, you know, Jericho claims to be the oldest continually inhabited city on the planet. I've been there many times. I've walked around the ruins of that old city, and and, uh, it's an amazing place, 1,200 feet below sea level. Can you imagine that? Next time you're at the ocean and you stand there and those waves are washing up on your feet there uh, on the beach, realize that 1,200 feet down (laughs) in another part of the world, 1,200 feet is the city of Jericho. It is the lowest place on earth not covered by water. That's amazing. Now, this Jericho, a a virtual oasis, a, a literal oasis in this horrible, unforgiving desert place in the middle of the land of Canaan, was so protected by the walls, so protected by the armies, so protected on one side by the mountain, on the Jordan River by the other side, the Transjordanian mountains uh, pass through there, and the Dead Sea is just south. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, here Jericho, a very favored and a very long-lasting city, had very formidable walls. And if the children of Israel had have looked at those walls, you know, They could not have afforded to get their focus off of where they were going 
and only on to what they were doing. Of course, we have to pay attention where we are, and we have to give every ounce of energy to the project at hand, but the project at hand is not often our destiny. The project at hand is normally just the next step in a series of steps, the steps that it takes to get us where we are going. You see, God is all about destiny, but our life seems to be all about journey, and sometimes we can forget that it is the journey that prepares us for the destiny. You know, the children of Israel walked around the city of Jericho one time on the first day, one time on the second day, one time on the third day, on the fourth day, on the fifth day, on the sixth day. They walked around one time and went back to their camp at Gilgal, just north of Jericho. But on the seventh day, something different happened. On the seventh day, they were told that they would encircle that city, walking around those walls, those great big walls, not feeling the burden or the pressure of doing what only God could do, but feeling the responsibility of doing what they could do. Their part in this equation, the factor that they added to this situation, it was their simple obedience, keep stepping, keep on the journey. But we've done this. You know, some could have complained. We did it for seven days. This is the seventh day. We're having to do it again. It's a journey. You see, God told them that they would conquer their enemies, that they would defeat their enemies in this great land. But it was going to take a journey. Here they walked around on that seventh day one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times. And the seventh time they walked around those walls on that seventh day, they stopped, they blew the trumpets, they shouted. And you know the story. The walls came tumbling down. All of the obstacles that seem so formidable, that seem so impenetrable, all of the hurdles, all of the boundaries that kept them locked out of the treasures that God wanted them to have, and all of their victory, you know, was given them in a moment, as it were, in the twinkling of an eye. I bet it surprised a lot of them, and the people inside the city and the people outside the city. But the story and the principle remain. The fact that they were on their way to victory every day. Every time they walked around, they were on their way to victory. Victory was just a little farther down the road. Just a few more days. Just a few more steps. And on that one day, it was just a few more steps. Don't get tired with a few more steps. You see, because the journey is your friend. I know that you may be facing something right now, realizing that that you would love to be at your destination. You would love to be where you're going, but it's going to take a few more steps. Don't despair. You see, because it is the journey which prepares us to operate at destiny's capacity. Without becoming great in our ordinary, everyday challenges of life, we may never qualify for the truly extraordinary opportunities which come our way every now and then. You know, they did not get an opportunity to blow the trumpets every day. They didn't get an opportunity to shout every day, but they did when it was time. You see, extraordinary opportunities come to people who 
can harness themselves, keep stepping, and keep doing the consistent daily day in and day out, often what seems like the mundane humdrum day in, day out, habits of life, taking the next step. The daily journey of life, along with its common struggles and perplexity, is nothing more than exercise. It's exercise that our soul needs to get ready for the greater test of life. You know, no one who is working out in a in a uh, in a gym, you know, would would uh, diminish their weight with every rep. You know, not not every rep- repetition, but but with every uh, every change in weight, we generally go up in weight, not go down in weight. I mean, you work out and you work out and you work out, and the next day you come in, what do you say? Oh, I think I'll work out with five pounds less today. And the next day, I think I'll work out with ten pounds less. Oh, the next day, oh, I think I'll work out with fifteen pounds less. Oh, the next day, twenty pounds. You know, pretty soon. Uh, Maybe, hopefully, I won't be able to lift anything. You know, <laughs> that's that's not the direction or the goal of life. You know, the steps of life are designed as exercise, sometimes just to get a little harder so that we can press a little more, so that we can be a little stronger. Neither Joseph, nor David, nor Ruth, nor Esther, nor Peter, nor Paul could have been prepared to fulfill their destined role in life had it not been for the stretching and shaping that the pressures of the journey brought them. The journey is what brings us to destiny. The journey is not your enemy. Remember this, the journey is your friend. So today, my admonition to us is that we stop complaining about the journey and start growing in our moment. Use this that you're going through or encourage someone else that's going through something to see it as exercise and to see it as creating in them a greater ability to lift heavier loads off of themselves, their friends, their families in days to come. Because this trying of our faith, the Bible says, will produce in us an excellent faith. It will produce in us a a patience, a persistence, an ability to continue under greater pressures of life. Do you know what it takes to become the heavyweight champion of the world? I heard one time a quote by someone, and he was asked, you know, well, what does it take you to become the heavyweight champion of the world? He said, just go one more round. <laughs> if you can just go one more round, you can win. That's life. Remember, the journey is your friend. Let's pray today and let's ask God to help us to reset our minds and recalibrate our hearts and our expectations and realize that what we may be struggling with and pushing against is just on the road to where we're going. Don't keep your eternal focus on your problem. Certainly, you must pay attention to something that you need to pay attention to in the moment, but realize that your life is much bigger than the moment, much greater than the obstacle. It is much stronger and much more important than just the hurdle that you face. Let every hurdle just be that, just a hurdle. Let every obstacle be that, just an obstacle. You know, don't let it be the end all be all. Get your mind focused on where you're going. And then, you know, like one man told me, I'm on my way to heaven. What it takes is immaterial. What it takes to get there, what it takes for me to live a life pleasing to God is immaterial to the reward, to the benefit of what God has promised me 
if I overcome, if I endure, if I win. I love that thought. I love the reality that the victory and the reward are worth the race. Well, let's pray and let's ask God to help us reset our minds, recalibrate our thinking so that we can embrace the journey as a friend, not as an enemy, because it's that journey that will prepare us to operate at destiny capacity. Dear God, Lord, we're sorry for the times, Lord, that we've complained or gotten angry, Lord, about our journey, Lord, or the hardships of it, Lord, or or made the journey, Lord, or made the obstacle or the hurdle, Lord, the biggest thing in our life. And Lord, forgive us, Lord, for trying to tell you how big our problem is instead of telling our problem how big our God is. Lord, I know that you have plans, Lord, for my life, Lord, for everyone's life, Lord, that's listening. And all the things, Lord, in our life will work for good. Lord, you have made all things. Lord, work to the benefit, God, even the struggles of life. Help us to understand, Lord, and give us the grace to endure and the strength, Lord, that we need for our journey. You be the potter, Lord, and we will be the clay. Mold us and make us, Lord. Shape us according to your own design and your own will, for only you know, Lord, what it takes from us to operate at destiny capacity. Build that within us, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's what God is doing. He's building something in you. He's got plans for your life, thoughts for your good. And Romans 8, 28 tells us that we can know that all things will work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. God's working on you. He's working in you. And He's wanting to work through you. May God bless you on your journey. Remember, the journey is your friend. God bless you. I'll see you right back here on our next podcast.